So what is a big dog? What is the top producer? What are the top earners doing right now in their business to help them get to the top and stay to the top? And more importantly, how can you become one of those top dogs? How can you run with the big dogs in your business? Believe it or not, it comes down to doing five behaviors on a regular, consistent basis. And I'm going to be sharing those five behaviors with you today. And uh, in addition to that, I'm going to be telling you one really important thing that you must be doing on a daily basis in your business if you want to crush it and get sustainable and even predictable results. Hello, my friends. JT DeBolt with you today for Elite Marketing Pro's Daily Dose of Awesome, your 15 minutes of inspiration, education, and motivation to help you get your day started off right. We come here each and every single Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, and it is always a privilege and an honor. And as you're jumping out here, let me say good morning good afternoon and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thanks for joining us here each and every single Monday through Friday. Let me know who you are, where you are tuning in from. Jump out and give me a shout out. Say hello. Hey, what's up, Tom? Coming in from Glenwood, Colorado. What's going on, my friends? Uh, I just got to scroll down here for a sec. I got Tony Stewart in the house. What's happening, brother? Timothy Graff. What's going on, man? Lisa Smith-Williams coming in from Pearlman, Texas. Uh, Pearl, Lynn, te Pearl Lynn, Texas. Sorry for that. <laughs> Daniel, uh, Danielle, sorry. Hey, looking forward to talking to you earlier Dan or later on today, Daniel. It's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to that strategy call with you. Lisa Gentile's in the house coming in from Wisconsin. A Alan Wheeler coming in. What's going on, guys? All right, listen. Here's the deal. We talk a lot about people that are having success in life, right? We turn around, we see the top earners, we see them posting on social media, we see their big uh, awards they're getting, we talk about all the money they're making, their downlines are growing, their influence is growing. It feels like every time they turn on the camera and go live on Facebook, they've got zillions of followers following them, sharing their messages, giving them tweets, retweets, and all that kind of stuff. How is it that these big dogs are able to have success? What is it that they create on a daily, consistent basis in order to get those results? That's specifically what we're going to be talking about today. But here's the key, here's the key part that I want you to take away from. This is a little bit of a spoiler alert, but I'm going to give it to you early because I want you to grasp this concept early and often throughout our talk today. You got to realize this, that when you look at somebody who's had tremendous success, doesn't matter what industry they're in, doesn't matter uh, the level of success they have, you have to understand what you are seeing is a snapshot in time. Very important to understand this. It's a snapshot in time. In fact, no matter what kind of result you're seeing, whether it's from yourself or whether it's from somebody else, if you're seeing a result and you're saying to yourself, man, that is really cool or, ooh, what a bummer, you have to realize that that's a snapshot in time. So a lot of times what we'll do is we'll turn around and we'll see somebody who's crushing it in business, right? It seems like they can do no harm. We see they're, they're, uh, you know, they're showing us snapshots of, of their compensation. We're showing uh, you know, them on a trip. They're on vacation. They're sitting on the, on the deck of a yacht or maybe they're in the back seat of a, of a private airplane. And we're thinking to them to ourselves, man, how do they do that? You look at the top earners are having houses built with, with swimming pools overlooking the ocean. You're thinking, man, and look at me. I'm just sitting here sitting in my bathtub, right? Well, there's two things going on. Number one, you're seeing a snapshot of their success, and two, you might be comparing it against a snapshot of wherever you're at right now in life. And you've got to ask yourself, is that really a fair comparison? Now, 
I'm not necessarily saying this is happening to you, but perhaps you know somebody that ha this happens to where they get the compare-itis, right? If this sounds vaguely familiar, whether for yourself or some, for somebody else that you know, give me a one in the chat box. I just want to know how many folks have at least experienced this, if not observed it in other people, that compare-itis, where we compare ourselves to somebody else's situation, somebody else's momentary place in life. You got to remember this. Sometimes we're comparing our beginning to somebody else's middle or end. Sometimes we're comparing our middle to somebody else's end. And the whole point of this is we have to understand what's really going on here. And so we're going to talk about this today. The big way that you can become one of the big dogs, how you can actually run with the big dogs, get results like the big dogs, and you got to realize that there's a point to this, a process that we have to go through in order to get there. All right, seeing lots of ones in the chat box, which tells me you guys are getting this. Realize this, one of the most dangerous behaviors, single foremost, one of the most dangerous behaviors that we can exhibit as entrepreneurs is to compare ourselves to other people. When we compare ourselves to other people, we go into a place of judgment. And judgment's a nasty place because judgment is using sort of internal biases to paint a picture of reality. Maybe you've heard that old term that uh, perception is reality. Well, guess what? That's BS. Perception is not reality. It's just not. I could perceive that it's very hot in this room, and another person can walk in and say it's perfectly comfortable, when in reality, the reality is it's a certain temperature. Whether you measure it in degrees of uh, Celsius or Fahrenheit, the point is, is that the reality is it's a certain degree. So let's say, for instance, we're going to use Fahrenheit. Let's say that it's 65 degrees in this room right now, and I say, man, it's really hot in here. My wife might walk in here, as she usually does, and says, "Woo, it's a little chilly in here, and she either wants to turn up the heat or put on a sweatshirt. And the whole point to that is it doesn't really matter what our perceptions are. That's not reality. Her reality might be that it's cold. My reality might be that it's hot. But the reality of life is that it's 65 degrees in here. You see that? So perception is not reality, meaning if we turn around and we see somebody having tremendous success, we may say to ourselves, man, that is the, that's, the, that's the pinnacle right there. That is exactly where I want to be in life. But we don't realize what that person might be going through right now or certainly what they went through to get there. Okay, great. So now that we understand that one's very important yet simple concept, the perception is not reality. We have to understand how do we go out and create the reality that we want. The first and foremost thing we have to understand about the big dogs is, is that all of this came with a vision that it was going to take a while. All right, so what the number one thing you have to do, the very first thing you have to do in order to run with the big dogs is you have to behave like the big dogs. And the first thing the big dogs do before they create success for themselves, when they very first began, in the very beginning, before they had any kind of result whatsoever, when they started at ground one, just like you're starting at step one, ground one, whatever it looks like, square one, is that they, they realized and they committed to the process. You have to commit to the long haul. That's step number one. Commit to the long haul. The challenge is, is that so many people think, you know what? I want to have results right here, right now. Listen, it's, it's an understandable desire. You slap down the credit card, you make a huge investment, you get yourself positioned or you do whatever it is you're going to do in your business. Maybe you've been running ads for a while. You're starting to accrue an ad budget that's starting to build, 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 right? And all of a sudden you're saying to yourself, this thing needs to start paying off soon or else. 
Well, if we start going down that mindset of this thing needs to pay off or this thing needs to win or else, we start to set ourselves up for a very slippery slope. It's the mindset that will create a stagnation. In fact, it, it'll, it'll stifle success. It'll, it'll strangle success before it creates any success. The realization that you have to have first and foremost is this is a process. And if you can start off by committing to the long haul, you're going to have a much more successful run, meaning you're not going to be worried about the small ups and downs or even the big ups and downs because you're going to say it's all part of the process. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about that as we go here today. But the very first step, if you want to run with the big dogs, you've got to behave like a big dog. And the big dogs start off with the commitment to the long haul. All right, so if you can commit to the long haul, that's the very first important step that you can have. Number two, the second most important step to this is you have to model the best. Look around at the people who are performing at a level you want to perform at. Look at the people who perform in a manner that you want to perform at and model their success. Now, i got to be careful about this when I share this with you because that term model can sometimes be misconstrued. When I say model, what does that mean to you? When I say, hey, you got to model success or you got to model the best, what does that, what imagery does that elicit? Or what kind of thoughts do you have when I say that? I want to hear you guys put that in the chat box. By the way, Tom Dealey says it's a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly, my friend. That is exactly what I'm talking about. Success is not a sprint. It's okay to sprint. It's okay to operate in sprints where you put out like hard work and, and, uh, and, and high output for small periods of time. Then you rest, recalibrate, do it again, do it again, do it again. You go through those cycles. That's fine. But to look at the big picture, to look at your mission, to look at what you're here to achieve in your business, you have to see it just like Tom was saying. It is a marathon. And if you commit to the long haul, what you have done is preset your mind for uh, the behaviors that you're going to have on a daily basis. And that says, I'm going to show up every single day. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to hit it as hard as I can. All right, so I asked the question, you know, what does it mean to model the best? And Jan comes out and says, if people uh, said about college, this has to pay off, a lot of people would not be going to college. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, model is a daily action plan. All right, cool. That's great. If you're going to model somebody, look at what they do on a daily basis. What this does not mean. Now, this is, this is how come I said i got to be very careful about using the word model because sometimes it gets misconstrued. Sometimes people think, oh, I have to walk, talk, and act just like that person. Basically, I have to be a carbon copy version of that person. Nothing could be further from the truth. In fact, that can be damaging. That can be detrimental to your success. What I'm suggesting is, is you look for an example of success, whatever that looks like for you, a person that you can look at and say, that is an example of a role model. That is the behavior type that I want to exhibit in my daily life. And then you find a way to make that fit with your values, your vision, your mission, your purpose, the four most important cornerstones to any successful life, business, and uh, venture, whatever it might be. You put those into play. So you might look at somebody like Richard Branson, one of my people that I love, that love to emulate or look to for an example of what it means to be a successful entrepreneur. For me, it works. I love his personality. I love his approach to life. I love a lot of his philosophies. Elon Musk is also great, but I don't really prefer Elon Musk's attitude sometimes. There are certain things about the way he operates, uh, certain things that he does that don't necessarily fit in alignment with my values, my vision, my mission, and my purpose. However... I can look at the way he innovates. I can look at the way he shakes up the industry. I can look at the way he takes zero BS from uh, you know people that can be a little bit oppressive at times in the automotive industry and even the uh, 
uh, aerospace industry, and I can really respect how he runs kind of counter to that culture or counter to that, to that philosophy. So you can take a look at people and model certain parts of the way they behave. There might be marketers out there. There might be copywriters out there that you look at and say, man, the way that person does what they do is exactly how I want to uh, put forth my work, to put forth my art into the world or art into uh, the industry. It doesn't mean you have to be that person, though. Okay, Modeling doesn't mean mimicking. There's a massive difference. Modeling simply means I'm going to pick out the best qualities or the qualities that work for me. I'm going to infuse those into my daily method of operation, and I'm going to use that to move myself forward. Is this making sense? If this is working for you guys, give me a two in the chat box. I want to see, um, I want to see if this is uh, working for you. Model the actions while being ourselves, says Pedro. Absolutely, man. Tom Dealey says, stay true to yourself. Totally. Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Stover King says, I love Richard Branson, man. I love Richard Branson, too. The guy's amazing. All right, so that was step two. Step three, behavior number three to running with the big dogs is you got to put in the reps, all right? You got to put in the repetitions. You got to put in the time. Here's the key to it, all right? A lot of times what people will say to me, and they'll, they'll be frustrated, they'll say, listen, dude, I've been at this for a year, or maybe I've been at this for two years, and I haven't gotten the results. And yet this person over here came in, uh, you know, eight months ago or 10 months ago, and now they're having results that I expected to have by now. Does this sound familiar? Ever been in that position where you're saying to yourself, man, I've been doing this for a while, and I see people that have been doing it less than I have, and now all of a sudden they're getting impressive results? If that's ever been you, then I want you to pay close attention to this, all right? It's about putting in the repetitions, not about putting in the time, so to speak. It doesn't matter how much time you put in. If you're sitting passively, right, and you're watching other people succeed, or you're spending your time going from webinar to webinar to webinar, downloading PDF to free ebook to the next, you know, type whatever the thing is that everybody's promoting, and you just kind of go from one thing to the next, but you don't actually do anything, then it's very difficult to get the reps in in order to get the results. What this means is you're going to do a lot of trial and error. All right, you're going to scratch the paint and ding the sheet metal. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to trip. You're going to fall, but then you're also going to get up. Here's what's interesting. People oftentimes will kind of give me a hard time about my love-hate relationship with burpees. If you don't know what a burpee is, go look it up. But essentially, burpees are the ultimate sort of lesson in life. Fall down, get up. Fall down, get up. Fall down, get up. It doesn't matter how hard you fall down in a burpee. It's a matter of how fast you pop back up and how ready you are to go back and do it again and again and again and be tireless. Fight against it. Show that strength. Build that strength through getting up, falling down, getting up, falling down, so on and so forth. Well, that's life. That's the beautiful thing about not just burpees, but life. If you have that resilience and that ability to put in the repetitions, then guess what? The repetitions are what are going to get you there sooner. That's how the person that shows up and they've only been around for eight or ten months or a year get the results over the person who's hanging around and just sort of sitting in cruise control for two or three years. That's the question that we all have to look. So you've got to look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, okay, am I putting in the reps? And if the answer is yes, you're putting in the reps, great. Celebrate that. That's important. The next question, though, you have to ask yourself is if you're putting in the reps and you're willing to accept that, the question is are you putting in the quality of reps? All right? It's not just about quantity. In the beginning, it's about quantity. In the beginning, when you're learning something brand new, you want to go out and just do it again and again and again, and don't worry about it being perfect. Don't worry about it being great. In fact, avoid perfection. 
All right. Perfection is not for winners. Perfection is not for leaders. Perfection is not for high achievers. Perfection is for people looking for a way out. Perfectionism is for people who are looking to escape, to make the excuse that the timing isn't right, that the situation, the circumstances aren't right. They're looking for perfection because they're looking for an escape. They're afraid. They're operating from a place of fear. So don't operate from a place of fear, i.e. perfection. Don't be perfect, just be awesome. Go out there and do what you know you have to do to the best you can. That right there, my friends, is much more heroic, much more courageous than the person who has to have everything right, all the I's dotted, all the T's crossed before they could do anything. Putting in the reps is what's going to help you run with the big dogs because that's what they had to do. That's how any top earner, how any top achiever, how to any top performer, any level of anything in life got there. They got it from not just doing the time. Yeah, I've been doing this for 10 years. Yeah, well, they also put in 10,000 reps a year to get there. And so that's what, what really creates the success. That's what creates the competence. That's what creates the skill set, the, the muscle, the strength to be able to get the results you want. If this is working, give me a three in the chat box. I want to see if everybody's hanging with me. Pedro says it's like going to the gym, not exercising and expecting to lose weight. Or, yeah, build muscle, right? Same thing. If you say, hey, listen, I downloaded every single uh, diet plan. I downloaded every single workout plan. I go to the gym once a week or maybe a couple times a month, but I'm just not seeing any results. Well, there's your answer. And by the way, that is not just a metaphor. That's literally how sometimes people operate with their business. All right, lots of people dialing threes in here. Good to see you guys catching with me. All right, now listen, number four, behavior number four is perhaps the most important behavior. Okay, now how come I put it number four, not number one? Frankly, it's irrelevant. The, the, the order of these behaviors is not as important as the behaviors themselves. But I will tell you, what I believe, the number one behavior of the top dogs, the top producers, the most successful people in any industry, and one that you can emulate right here, right now, today, is to be curious. Now, you've heard me say this a lot, and you're going to hear me say it until literally they throw dirt on the ground and say, oh, that was it for JT. Thanks a lot for your service, right? The point is here. If you are curious, it is the single best asset you will have in your business. You could lose everything. You could lose every single dime you have. You could have your entire list vaporize overnight. The algorithms for Facebook could you know, switch at the flip of a switch, and we've seen that happen, right? Uh, downlines could vaporize, uplines could go away, whatever it is. All the things externally that you have no control over could come crashing down at you all at once, and you would be just fine. If you are a curious person, if you have developed that true, authentic curiosity. Now, what does that mean? That means you have to have that childlike approach to life where you're just curious, you're just wondrous. You're saying to yourself, how might I do this, right? What, what have I done to this point that's working? What isn't working? But more importantly, what might I do differently? What if right now you've got a winning ad? What if your ad is crushing it right now? You're getting leads, you're getting clicks, you're getting, you're getting sales, you're saying, man, this is awesome. That would be a very tempting place to go, eh, cool. I'm going to take my foot off the gas pedal, man. I'm going to go into cruise control. But is that what the top dogs do? Absolutely not. They're always asking themselves, what if? What if we did more? What if we created a brand new funnel, a brand new uh, stream of income? What if all of this stopped working? You see, they're coming from a place of curiosity. They're, they're asking themselves best case and worst case scenarios. And is that beneficial? You bet it is. 
Does it mean that if you think about worst-case scenarios, suddenly the worst is going to come about? Hell no. What it means is you're more equipped because you were being curious. You were asking the tough question, not just, well, what if we do more of this, or what if we just keep this running and in infuse another secondary you know, stream of whatever this is, another ad, another funnel, another whatever. But what if everything stops working? What might we do in order to get past that? When we ask questions like that, suddenly we're not taken off guard. Suddenly we are not at the whim of circumstances. We're in control of the circumstance. We're in our power. And that's a pretty awesome place to be. Would you agree? Listen, if you believe that curiosity is one of, if not the most important aspects and characteristics of any successful leader, any successful producer in any industry, give me a high five in the chat box. I want to see some folks who are getting this because I will tell you this right now. Everybody on the planet Earth can be curious. In fact, it's one of the most natural traits we have even when we're first born as newborns. It's one of the first things we exhibit is that, is that sense of curiosity, right? And so if you're, like Tom says, if you're always learning, growing, and implementing, that's the sign of a very curious person. Tony Stewart, Tony Stewart, you know I know you know, buddy. I totally know you get this, my friend. Lots of people giving high fives here, and that's awesome. The fact of the matter is, friends, is that this is what the top dogs do. They're very curious people. They're constantly asking themselves that question. What might I do differently? What might we do to grow and expand this? What might we do if the whole thing vaporizes? How, how might we respond to that? All right. Now, the fifth, the fifth behavior of the top dogs, and if you want to run with the top dogs, you have to exhibit this behavior on a daily basis as well, and that is you have to accept the good with the bad, or more importantly, the bad with the good. You see, there are going to be times where things are going to be going great. You see this all the time. That's what I was talking about a moment ago. You look at the top dogs, it's easy to compare yourself to somebody and say, well, that's their life, but in fact, all you're seeing is a snapshot. What you're not seeing is the disappointment. What you're not seeing is the things that didn't work. What you're seeing is not seeing is when the Internet crashed on them seven times during a launch, like what happened with Carrie and Whit Hyam when they were launching their program back uh, at the beginning of the year. What you're not seeing is when the struggles and, tri and tribulations of folks before they ever got to be the top dogs. But guess what? They didn't just sit there and go, well, this sucks. It wasn't everything it was cracked up to be. I only was here for the win. I just want to collect the paycheck, right? They didn't say that. Their attitude was, you know what? This sucks, and I'm going to power through it. They embrace the suck. They know that that tough time, that challenge, actually makes them stronger, makes them more capable, makes them more competent, but more importantly, makes them more resilient, makes them, gives them that confidence they need to power through, certainly, but it gives them that resolve to stay in the game and be better every single day. That's what the big dogs do, my friends. And if we take that attitude on ourselves where we're going to accept the bad with the good, and we're also going to be able to say to ourselves, hey, the good stuff is good. Let's, let's at least acknowledge it. That's going to be the key to your success. And that really is the bonus tip that I want to give you, is celebrate the small wins. Celebrate them no matter what. I had a great call with somebody yesterday, strategy call with one of our awesome members, brand new Fast Track member. By the way, joined less than a month ago. She's already poised to crush it. Super stoked and excited for her. She knows who she is. I'm not going to say her name here because I don't want to make her blush. But had a great call with her. And one thing we talked about was the power of celebrating small victories. 
to acknowledge them and say, yes, this is great. Now, you look at something, for, in her case, she had a winning ad. She actually turned it off. <laughs> it was kind of funny. It was like, whoa, you know, how come you turned that thing off? She didn't even realize, hey, this is pretty good. You know, I've only gotten a few leads, but I've gotten leads from this thing. And I said, listen, not only have you gotten leads, but in less than a month, you have an ad up and running. Do you know how many people will go into a business and it'll take them months of getting ready to get ready, months of seeking outside approval, months of testing and doing all this kind of stuff before they even write, let alone publish an ad, and here you are two, three weeks into it, you've already got an ad going, the damn thing's already generated some leads, that's a success. And she kind of had one of these like aha moments where she said, whoa, I didn't even think about that. Thanks for allowing me to at least recognize that it's a win. And see, that's the thing. The top dogs, they're not afraid to celebrate a win. It's not about ego, right? It's not about being all full of yourself. It's about being like, hey, I created something here. You know, I created success for myself. I did something in spite of my fears, my concerns, my insecurities, my doubts, blah, blah, blah. That's important, my friends, and that's something to celebrate. Now, does it mean you have to throw yourself a ticker tape parade? Does it mean you have to take the day off? Does it mean you have to go on vacation? Does it mean you have to take yourself out to a big fancy dinner? No. It just means that sometimes we got to slow the hell down, take a look at the facts, and go, well, that's pretty good. And how might I do it better? How might I scale this thing? How might I make this thing really blow up and take it to that next proverbial level, as we like to say? Listen. It's all about perspective, but you have to realize there's not a lot of difference between you and the big dogs. This is how come it's so important not to compare yourself to them, but rather to recognize what they do, model their behaviors, make a commitment to that long haul where you're doing it. You say, hey, listen, this is, this is a lifetime journey. All right, This is a profession. I'm not just in it for the quick score. I'm not in it for the quick hit. I'm in it for the long haul. And to accept, hey, listen, Sometimes the good days and the bad days, they're going to come, and sometimes, sometimes it's going to feel like there's just nothing but bad days or at least boring, you know, mundane days. The key to it is to accept it all. It's not just about accepting the good stuff. It's also about accepting that sometimes it's just not going to be that much fun or that exciting, but, man, it's going to be so much more delicious, so much more exciting when we stick in through those tough times. And, oh, by the way, to acknowledge even the small victories because what you might be making out to not be a great day or mundane or mediocre, what you might be making out or just sort of overlooking to be something that's not so great might in fact be that first domino that must fall in order for you to have that huge success, that eye-watering result that catapults you from where you are to running with the big dogs. If this is working for you guys, give me a high five in the chat box. I see lots of great comments here. It's totally rad to see you guys coming out here every single Monday through Friday. Lots of cool comments coming on here. I appreciate you guys. Listen, here's the, here's the reality of life. Don't think of yourself as de different or separate from other people. You're just at a different part in the journey. If you ever drove cross-country, if you've ever gone on a long trip, a road trip, doesn't matter how long it is, and you look and you can see way down the road, maybe, maybe a mile or two or three miles down the road, is that person really ahead of you? Or do they just start a few minutes before you did? It doesn't make them better. It doesn't make them stronger, more capable, smarter, richer, faster, none of that stuff. It just means that they happen to be on the path a few moments before you were. But in a few moments, if you stick in it, you're going to be in the exact same spot they're in if you just stay on the path. And that's the same in life, and it's especially the same in business. So keep your foot on the throttle. 
Keep your eyes on the horizon. Keep your hands steady on the wheel. And more importantly, keep yourself locked and loaded, ready to go. And someday you too will be seen as the big dog. In fact, you might even be seen that way now and you don't even realize it. All right, my friends, well, that just about does it for today. I appreciate each and every single one of you. Thanks a ton for your comments. Thanks a ton for your involvement and your engagement with today's message. I'll be back here again on uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday. I'll be back here tomorrow, Wednesday. Looking forward to being with you there. Get yourself over to EliteMarketingPro.com if you have not already. Make sure you join us here each and every single Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, Fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you soon.